All right. Well, today I'm honored to introduce our guest speaker who will be talking about improving your physical health. Today's speaker is Ms. Michelle Thibodeau. Michelle is a St. Landry Parish native. She recently completed her 17th year as an educator in St. Landry Parish. She's worked at South Street Elementary, North Elementary, Lawtel Elementary, and she is currently the principal at Clot Springs Elementary. Michelle is married and has two adult children that are doing well on their own. She is passionate about education and helping others. Michelle has recently decided to choose health and add value to her life and, of course, wants to help others to do the same. Thank you, Michelle Thibodeau, for joining us today. I'm so honored to be on this call. Sean and I know each other for several years now. We go way back with our um, dedication to education and improving education in our public school system. Uh, And when she asked about health, I said, oh, I'd love to speak about health because uh, recently I decided, like she said, to make better decisions to be healthier. And when I think of health, I think of not just physical health. I think of health of mind, body, and soul. Because in order to make change and make decisions, you have to be strong-willed and you have to have it in your head that this decision is the best decision for you. And so the actuality of my horrible health condition hit me last year like a ton of bricks in July when I went for a, a procedure on my back. And the lady checked my blood sugar, and I wasn't diagnosed as diabetic or anything. And the lady checked my blood sugar, and she said, honey, your blood sugar is 256. And I just looked at her like a deer in a headlight look, and she said, do you know what that means? I said, no. She said, honey, you're diabetic. I said, oh, no. So after that procedure, I went home and cried and cried and felt sorry for myself for just a little while. And I said, you know what? I know what I can do. I can make better choices and I can be healthier. So that way I know I'm living at least my life to the fullest, knowing what I'm doing is best for myself. And so that called for a check of conscience and uh, how much was my life worth. And I have two grown children and hopefully soon in the next four years, grandchildren, nieces and nephews, great nieces that I love to death, and I want to be there, and I want to be active, and I want to be involved. And I can't do that if I am uh, overweight. I was 38. I'm still 38, but I was 37 at the time, and I weighed 330 pounds. And I'm 5'9", which is decent height, but that weight was horrible, overly obese. And so I made a choice. I am going to get healthier. And it started with clearing up my mind and staying focused and setting my goal. I also invested in myself and stopped eating out as as much. I don't know when's the last time I even ate out uh, alcohol. I'm from Louisiana. I love my alcohol. I love my Cajun food. But that's not going to help me be healthier. And I invested in myself in a uh, total health transformation system, which deals with my head, my spirit, my surroundings, putting myself first. Because I feel that naturally as women, we put everyone else that we love first. And we think, oh, we'll see about ourselves later. We'll see. But even little things, that's taking time for your interests and your hobbies and your crafts. And even if it's just to... Sit alone in the peace and quiet. It is very important. We need that. We need our me time. It's not being selfish. It's part of a healthy mind and healthy soul. We have to be able to take care of ourselves in order to be our best for others around. Um, Shonda's now in a position where her father's health is, um, you know, not doing so well, and she has to be there for him. I, too, am uh, with my sisters and I taking care of my mother, who has dementia in the late stages. She uh, is only 70 years old, and we've been noticing for seven years 
that there was something not right. And four years ago, she got diagnosed with frontal temporal dementia. And so in order for me to take care of her and work with my sisters, I have to keep myself healthy. I have to keep my mind right, and I have to keep praying. There is a higher power out there, and I pray for strength and confidence every day and patience, and not only with my family but with my job. I love my students. I love my staff. I love being in the school setting. I enjoy knowing that I'm making a difference. But there's a lot of challenges that comes with that. And so along with my mental health and my spiritual health, I have to constantly stay prayed up. I have to know and I believe that there's a higher power out there, and I can only control things that I do. I can control my reaction. I can control the food I put in my mouth. I can control how much water I drink. I can control when an ugly parent comes at me or whether or not I'm going to go back at them or give them time and say, okay, good morning, let's restart this meeting. And that takes a lot of brain power and willingness. And uh, sometimes you look like the fool, but more often than not you come out a winner because in the end they get calm, I get calm, and we come to a consensus about what's best for a child in a work situation. And the same thing applies at home. Uh, it was I actually became a stepmom six years ago, and that was a huge challenge because my stepdaughter and I are so much alike. We butted heads, but I had to learn to control my myself. I couldn't control her. I couldn't control my son, but my reaction to them. And it's a lot of growing mentally, and it's all part of health. In this time of stress with COVID, oh, my goodness, what you hear and what you don't hear, and you hear wear a mask, don't wear a mask, school's going to be open, the school's not going to be open, um, just so much. But you have to decide what's best for you. If you want to wear a mask, fine. If other people don't, then fine. But it, it, what is best for you? And just this world with the tensions that we live in, you know, just try to remember to be a good person. And I firmly believe, and even as I get older, the good you put out comes back to you. Uh, and so whether someone is ugly to you or not, it's not a reflection of you, but you can show them how you could be a better person, which goes back to that mental strength. And as far as physical health, getting some healthy nutrients in your body, um, staying away from processed foods such as Little Debbie snack cakes, frozen food, all of this stuff, and I know there's a constant debate about um, healthy food being more expensive, which is true. It is. But also in the long run, if I'm putting that healthy food in my body, guess what? I'm not going to the doctor as often. Now I'm at a point where I only go to the doctor once a year, thank the Lord. I'm not paying medical bills because of my health. Now, don't get me wrong. I have a herniated disc. I still pay those bills. But as far as cholesterol medicine, blood pressure medicine, hormones, thyroids, yeah, I pay a little bit more for eating healthy, but in the long run, it's not paying more. It's investing in my health because I don't know if you're aware of it, but our healthcare system is made for businesses to make money. They are making money off of our illness by constantly prescribing medications, this surgery, that surgery, when if we as a country, excuse me, office phone, okay, hold on, sorry about that. So putting more uh, nutritious uh, food and nutrition in your body in the long run you will eventually become less dependent on your doctor. Uh, you will become healthier. You will feel better. I cannot even explain in words the energy that I have. And it's no pills, no surgery, no special drink. It's eating my nutritional food and uh, getting that water in. Uh, water is very important. Water detoxes your body. 
if your body, if you start to be consciously aware of what you're eating and drink your water, guess what? That water is flushing out that fat. And something that was brought to my attention just a couple of months ago, and I never even thought about it, was when you wake up in the morning, and it's a challenge sometimes, we should be drinking 8 to 16 ounces of water first thing. Why? Because our cells are like sponges, and the first thing you put in your body is the first thing they absorb. So with that being said, if I wake up in the morning and I just start my day with a Coke or coffee, then what they get started with, Coke, coffee, caffeine, the sugar. If I get up and fix me breakfast with bacon and uh, a bacon and bread or uh, just an egg sandwich instead of Starting with water, it's going to absorb those saturated fats, those carbs, those sugars. And, yes, it will do that no matter what. But if that's the first thing your cells get, it's going to be harder for them to work for you as the day goes on. And I just thought that was a pretty – I never thought about that biologically, never, ever thought about that. So I've made it a new habit that as soon as I put my feet on the floor in the morning, I have my water by me. And I drink at least eight ounces, and I try to get in at least 16 to 24 before I leave my house, no matter what time I leave my house. And so things as simple as that, uh, frying less foods. And and with COVID, who knows if we're going to have another shutdown or whatever, but if you don't become so dependent on all these processed foods and you buy some chicken, Hopefully, chicken. the price of chicken doesn't go up. There's so many different ways you can prepare it as long as it's healthy. Um, there are just a lot of little things uh, as far as physical health that we don't even think about. And if you, are, uh, if you like your alcohol, you, you socially drink, just pay, be more conscious of it. And even though you, I don't go to the gym, uh, I don't work out, but I get some movement in and when I work in my garden or just taking a little stroll because that helps along with physical, that helps your mental mindset. Again, it goes back to that me time. I need this time to clear my head and have a talk with my God about what I need to do. Focus on those goals. Write your goals down. What do I want to be as a mom? What do I want to want to be as a spouse? What do I want to be uh, professionally I'm, as a principal? What can I always work on? And, and one of my favorite favorite quotes that I take to heart is from Maya Angelou, do the best you can until you know better. Then when you know better, do better. And to me, it's very simple. I'm not dumb. I'm not stupid. But there's a lot I don't know. And so if I can improve on anything, be it professionally, be it physical health, mental health, growing in my faith, if there's a better way to get it done, then by golly, that's what I want to do. And if I can be, and I don't, I saw this quote several years ago, and, I, and two, I don't try to be better than anybody else. I try to be better than I was yesterday. And so that's constantly keeping you in motion. How can I do better? What can I do better? How can I give more to my community? How can I help? How can I be a better caretaker for my parents? How can I be a better example for my students? How can I be a better administrator and educational leader for my staff? And so constant improvement keeps your mind busy, and it keeps you looking and taking into account what you're doing. And so that helps me with my mental clarity and and. I don't do it enough, but writing down what your goals are. I have my physical goals down, my physical health and my weight loss and what I want to continue to do and how am I going to maintain this for the rest of my life because it is a mental challenge. It is. We have relationships with food that are unhealthy, and especially in Louisiana. Probably about all of us in Louisiana, if we're overweight, then we have an emotional dependency on food. It has become an addiction for us. And that's a strong word, an addiction. And you usually think of drugs and alcohol. But here again, scientifically, I never realized that sugar 
produces the same high as cocaine in your body. So that feeling of euphoria and satisfaction that we get from sugar and these carbs is the same thing that alcoholics get, that drug addicts get. It's a high. And even though it's on sugar, it's still wanting your body wants more of it. You have to have it, and therefore we overeat. And the, the hardest part about it is we need food. We need nutrition to live. But there are certain amounts you need. You don't need to overdo it. And just, again, going back and being more conscious of what you're eating, everything you're putting in your mouth, uh, things that are said in your head, negative talk, that, oh, my goodness, that is something I've had to learn and I still try to deal with uh, because if I do make a bad decision in food, it's like, okay, you pig, why did you eat that? So instead of saying that, say, you know what, it was I enjoyed it in that moment, but it is not worth it. And if I continue to eat this sugary stuff or this boudin, if I do that too often, I'm not going to reach my health goal. And so it's, it's all about a mindset. Are you in a growth mindset or are you comfortable with where you are? Because, again, if you want to make something happen, you'll find a way to do it. If you don't want something to happen, you'll make excuses. And I made excuses for 20 years, not 20 years, but from the time I was 20 to about now, so about 17, 18 years, I thought, oh, you know, that's just my genetics. That's just who I am. I'm always going to be overweight. Wrong. I can change it. And if there's anything I can do to change for improvement, then that's what I need to do. And sometimes it hits us like a ton of bricks, like I said, and it hits you right in the heart, and you know what you need to do. And I can't stress enough that mental fatigue will wear you out really quickly, way more than that physical. So if you can keep your mind healthy, your spirit healthy, wrap that all together in with your physical health, physical goals, I promise you, if we have another COVID outbreak or as we continue to move through this, you'll be a better person. You'll try not to get involved with all the drama on social media. It's just social media. It is not what is real in your world. It is real advice. There are real events, yes. But what I'm saying is don't get mentally involved. Take action if you want to get involved. And see the realities that are in your life and how does it relate. But some of some things on social media, like a debate on, I don't even know, some foolish stuff about the color of a dress. People lead into arguments about the color of a dress. That's pit. That's, 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 I don't even know how to explain that. That's nothing. But the real reality of discrimination and race and education and poverty and the politics and how that's real, but don't stress about it. Take action. How can you do it? How can you reach out in your community to help others? How can you teach others, hey, you know what? Uh, I've decided I'm just going to start drinking more water. Why don't you drink more water with me? Buddy system, that's reaching out in your community. Just simple things to make, instead of getting stressed about it, take action about it. Pray about it. There's a lot that's wrong in this world, and we have to make it, make ourselves right to be stronger, to be better citizens, to be better people, to be better mothers and wives and influences. And, it, again, it's being it simple, and it is simple once that decision is made. And once your decision is made and your goals are written and you're working towards your goals, that really helps you build confidence, self-value, adds value to the people around you, not just yourself. And um, just keep in mind what you want. What do you want? How do you want to feel? What do you want to feel like? What do you want to be proud of? What do you want people to know you as? Is it a mess maker or is it a change maker? Someone who is going to say, hey, how can I help? And I may not always be able to help financially, but I can, in better help now, I can do more. I can physically help 
paint a house or physically uh, babysit somebody's child who needs to go for a job interview, those sort of things. And when you make that change, you really add value to your life. And another thing that I do is every night and even all throughout the day, I have a grateful heart and a thankful mind. And I'm grateful for every second on this earth, though it's tough sometimes, there is a reason I'm here. And uh, and even at least three things that I'm thankful for. And you'll see it changes your mentality. That's just a simple mental process. I'm thankful for my home. I'm thankful for running water. Believe it or not, every time I drink water, I'm thankful for it because there are places in the United States, even some in Louisiana, that can't even drink the water that they pay for to get. So that's a blessing, to have a house, to have electricity, to have a family, to have health, to have an education. There's so much. And if you go through that, go through your head of thankfulness at, at night, before you go to sleep, instead of worrying about what tomorrow is going to bring, be thankful for what you have today. And that also is a good mental health builder. Um, and, and pretty much staying positive and how can you do better. And don't get me wrong, there are moments where, oh, my goodness, this is overwhelming. What am I going to do? And that's when you need to learn to take that time for yourself and, and write it out, think it out, pray it out. How am I going to deal with this? Because, again, only you can control you. You cannot control anyone else or pretty much anything else. But you can start change in yourself and radiate it to others. And uh, same thing with COVID-19. And, and um, unfortunately, I feel that um, this is not going to be our only pandemic. I, I just have a feeling that we as a human race are – being challenged, and through this challenge, we need to come out better and more cohesive and in unity. And that, again, requires strong mental health, physical health, and spiritual well-being. And just be there, be a better person, be positive, write your goals down, focus on your goals. When you know better, do better. Make change that you want to see in your life. Be the change you want to see in your life. You know, be the change you want to see in the world. It starts with us, and if we don't take care of ourselves mentally, physically, and emotionally, we cannot spread the light. We cannot help others. If we are not right, we can't help others. And um, I feel that's what I wanted to get through today without elaborating too much more on every single situation we're faced with. We're faced with a lot as humans. And I feel as women, we are faced with even more, especially of our emotions. We are emotionally charged as women. And we have to take control of that and not let some of those negative energies eat away at our positive energy. And uh, I'm going to call it a wrap right there, Shonda. And I wish everyone health and happiness and peace. And like I said, find something that makes you happy and spend some time every day doing it. And drink your water, eat your healthy nutrition, and stay your count your blessings, I should say, and you'll start to see some, some changes in your life. Well, thank you so much, Michelle. And what Michelle didn't tell you, and I started to mention it during her bio, but I thought she was going to tell you is, is that not only is she telling you all of this, but she didn't tell you, or maybe I, I'm also in here with my dad, so if she said it, please forgive me. But I didn't hear her mention how much weight that she's lost since she's adopted this way of life. It's not weight loss. It's a way of life. So did you tell them how right. much you've lost you've adopted this? I, I started uh, my program, my system, in July of last year. And as of today, I've lost 69 pounds. I've gone down three pant sizes and two shirt sizes. Uh, and you know you're losing inches when you have to buy new underclothes. So hey, that's, that's a great feeling. <laughs> it's a great feeling. And, y'all, I, just the energy from my body's not full of carbs and sugars and heaviness and, and nonsense. It's healthy. I wake up some mornings on my own at 430, and I'm 
4.30 till 9.30, 10, 11 o'clock with no nap. And I do still have a CPAP machine, and that helps me. But I'll, I've never, ever, ever felt this helping. Well, that's great. And when you feel healthy and you have more energy, then you're, so, you're able to do so much more, whether it's for your family or it's for yourself or it's for your community. So thank you so much for sharing that. Um, and I know yeah. that people – and what people understand is, so from last July to this June, you've lost almost 70 pounds. That's huge yeah. because you did that without surgery. You did that by making – what I heard you say is that you made choices, and it really is a choice. And I went to the doctor last week. Finally, you know, I've been putting off doctor's visits, and when I stepped on the scale, I that was – when I went home, that was my takeaway, is that I haven't – been making good choices. I used to be much heavier than I am now, but I saw that the scale was moving back up. And I said it's because of the choices that I made. And so hearing you say that was very affirming. And weight loss is a a struggle, but it's a struggle between choices. Do I choose this or do I choose that? Do I choose to park right at the door at Walmart or do I choose to park as far away as possible to force me to walk? Do I choose the stairs or do I choose the elevator? And these little choices, like you said, what I heard you say was you made better food choices. You didn't go to the gym, but you were more active. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so when because, you do those little things, because and, and you have more energy because you're eating be- better, because you're making better food choices. You talked about nutrients, extremely important. In America, our food is nutrient-deprived. We yeah. eat more, but we feel less satiated. And I, this was never truer for me than last year when we went to Europe. And people about the country come back, and until you build the country and experience the, the food outside of America – then you don't understand what people are saying. Mm-hmm. I ate a fraction of the food that I would eat in America because they've outlawed, outlawed various chemicals that we in America readily put in our food. Their McDonald's, their Burt, everything, every aspect from their grocery stores to their restaurants to their fast food places, they've outlawed certain chemicals that deprive our body of nutrients thus causing us to eat more, but never really feeling satiated. So thank you so much for talking about the nutrients, which is extremely important. And when we don't eat, you know, when we reduce our processed foods, then we can reduce those harmful chemicals that keep us feeling. Exactly. Harmful chemicals are everywhere. Um, And that was another thing I meant, I should have wrote notes, to touch on is, Cleaning, getting rid of chemicals in your house, looking at, like, bleach. I know we, we, we want everything to be disinfected, but bleach is a horrible chemical. It is so uh, harsh on your body, and it's not even good for your septic system, and we clean our bathrooms with it all the time. And even the soaps and the hairsprays and the cosmetics we use, and we need to educate ourselves because a lot of these, uh, chemicals are connected to cancer, aneurysms, strokes, heart disease. Uh, it's just the list goes on and on. And so I've also become a smarter consumer in looking at ingredients and looking to see what and, and oils, uh, essential oils instead of burning candles. That makes a difference. You know, it's just there's a lot around us that we don't realize because we've come so accustomed to it. We think we need it in our lives. But people years and years ago, there weren't all these things. There weren't these doctors. There weren't these prescriptions. People healed themselves, and they healed themselves because they didn't have all this processed food. They didn't have all these drugs in their system because they did natural cures, you know, uh, chiropractor. I go to a chiropractor. People laugh and look down at that. No, I'd rather go do that than say get hooked on pain pills all my life. You know, our bodies do have immune systems and can recover, but if they're constantly dependent on chemicals and medicines, then we suffer. Ultimately, we suffer. Thank you. And and it's it's such a big 
picture and such a big conversation. And we've been so um, programmed. You know, it's it's funny that, you know, not funny, but cocaine and sugar register the same effect on the brain. Yep. That's, That's powerful. That means, so if you've ever listened to a drug addict, they talk about their body physically needing it. Think about when you smell a, a, a baked product. Your your body has a physical response to that smell. You salivate, and yep. you actually develop a wanting for it. Those are very powerful, very it's, powerful. It's a dependency. Develop a dependency on those sugars. And everything turns into sugar. That's how our bodies are made to function. And guess what? Ooh, that's another thing. If you say, oh, I'm just not going to eat, not eating is just as bad as overeating because your body starts to think it's going into starvation mode. And because that's how our bodies were built, because thousands and millions of years ago, we, our bodies were made for survival. They didn't have all these foods readily available. Even my mom and dad. They had to work for their food, and so we sta- they stayed in health, and they weren't putting chemicals in their body that were in foods that they were eating. And so it, it's, and like you said, it's such a big picture to be a holistic, healthy mind, body, and soul, and, and it's all connected. And, and, you know, until we start educating ourselves and sharing what we learn with everybody, we're just going to keep living in this vicious cycle. It, it really is, it, you know, the chemicals in the in the house. And, you know, we've almost become trained to think that the only way to disinfect is bleach. But it's not. There are other ways to disinfect. There are other products to, that can disinfect your home just as well as bleach, but without all of the harsh chemicals and side effects that can come from bleach. But you know that if you mix, mix certain chemicals in your toilet, um, the fumes <laughs> can knock you out. Yeah. Well, just think about that. Think about the, those fumes. If they don't knock you out, those fumes are in the environment. And so I. Um, and then guess what? I got you put it. It all goes into our water system. Our water system gets everything. Everything that we put out, our water system gets. And so that's why our water treatment systems are working even harder now. And sometimes the quality of water is not what it needs to be because we are not taking care of what we have. And it's so easy to just flush the medicine down the toilet, clean with beets. You know that they can't truly ever really take out antibodies that are in water. I, I just learned that yes. watching a documentary. The antibodies that people have and come out of their bodies goes into the water, and it's never really purified again 100%. They cannot take all of that stuff out. Well, let me tell you a scary story. So at, at, at UL, when I was a grad student, uh, you, you would go to the graduate council and you would ask them for money to go present your research at various conferences. And so while they were in there, one guy was going to present his research, and his research was right here in Louisiana, in Lafayette, he is, he is studying male fish. So this is happening right now. Male fish are becoming female fish because they are consuming water that has female human birth control in the water. What uh, Michelle yep. just said. So we t- so women take birth control, we urinate. That urination that water goes into the septic, it's separated. That water goes into our groundwater, it eventually makes its way back into the waterways. The fish are ingesting that and it is changing the sex of the fish from male to female. Well what will happen if all of the fish become female? But more importantly, what is happening to the people, and this is just one chemical reaction to with the fish. That's not to mention yep. the other things that are happening to the to animals in the environment that we consume because of the things that they're consuming. I you know what I'm scared of? 
how many times now during the pandemic have you gone outside and you're at the store and you see a face mask or some gloves on the ground? Well, let me scare you. And not scare you, but I want to make you aware. I watched a bird pick at a mask. Think about what that means. I just told you that <laughs> these chemicals are going into the animals and affecting the animals. We now know that animals most certainly can get the coronavirus from humans and transmit mm-hmm. it animal to animal. And animal to we, you? We, and animals, we need to be much better stewards yes. of the environment, yes. of ourselves, of our choices. We need to practice mindfulness. So that the overarching umbrella of Michelle's presentation, the overarching umbrella of everything is mindfulness. In Japan, they practice mindfulness. So they never had to have a stay-at-home order, even though the city yep. of Tokyo has, it's the largest city in the world. They didn't have to have a stay-home order. Because of mindfulness, people stayed home. Employers mm-hmm. who, who's, whose employees could work from home, they worked from home. Yep. Um, they, don't, they don't have to leave the lights on in Japanese office buildings because they assume people will not break in. Therefore, they're able to save all of that electricity. Um, mm-hmm. Same thing with the foods. They don't, the, the Japanese government doesn't allow certain chemicals because even though those chemicals are done to stretch out the food, make it last longer, make the consumer get more money, more food for their money, the Japanese government says we are more concerned with the people's health over their water. Right. So we're not going to put those chemicals into our food, and we're going to just give them more, more money. We're going to release more of the wealth. And that's another mindful concept. We have uh, somebody who's going to be a trillionaire. And if you talk to any economist, the only way to become a trillionaire, the only way to become a billionaire is to hoard money, not releasing the wealth. So in Japan, they release the wealth. So I don't mind buying a fresh apple versus apple sauce because the fresh apple, even though it costs more, I make more. That's another yeah. thing that sometimes is so hard to eat, to make healthy choices because it's very expensive. And mm-hmm. the healthy item doesn't last as long. They're more perishable. So I can buy some potato chips, and they last forever, whereas if I buy some potatoes, they don't last as long. Same thing with ketchup and a tomato. But the less processed food costs more. But you would buy it if you had more money. But it's all about mindfulness. It's all about a whole bunch of things. But like Michelle said, there's only certain things that we have control over. So, Shonda, what can we do about the chemicals? We can make sure that we only buy products from consumers, from pro- companies that have this mindfulness. Companies and it, it that- requires action on our part to educate ourselves. Because, of course, those companies are not saying, and I always think about that, it goes to consumer and businesses trying to make money. If there's a healthier option, why are, like, for example, maintenance. I eat low-calorie maintenance, not fat-free. So if this is a healthier option, why do we keep making the heavy maintenance that's just chock full of calories and cholesterol and sodium? Why don't we just put our options and make them better, healthier? Why? Because there's a company, CEO, president out there, paying the politician, and they want the money. They're not concerned about our health. And that's why it's so important we have to take action. We have to see about our health. We really do have to be mindful. We have to be more aware, and we have to advocate for ourselves. We have to be extremely careful about what we put into our bodies because they have a huge impact on our overall health. So, Michelle, thank you so much. Um, We have a few minutes left, so let's go ahead and thanks to the fantastic family that Family Strong has. Folks stayed on the call last week, Michelle, so that we can figure out how to do this whole question answers um, feature that we have. So we're going to use that feature now. So we're going to take questions 
I'm going to hit this um, button, and, Michelle, it will mute you automatically, so you'll need to star six to unmute yourself. And then it's going to allow folks to um, get into a queue so that we can ask questions so that they can okay. ask questions and then we can answer them, and it's going to help facilitate the question-answer session better. But before we do that, I just want to thank you so much for taking time away from your busy schedule. I follow you on Facebook, so I know that somewhere Gertrude is right there, and Mary, maybe yep. you're all right here. Yeah, yep. <laughs> yeah and, I, and, and I know the challenges of dealing with a, with a, an adult with dementia. I um, used to be a, a sitter, and I sat with a, with a gentleman who had Alzheimer's, and you were talking about sundown syndrome. I, I, oh, I was so relating to that because when the light, when the sun went down, it was a fight with Grandpa. Yep. Oh, and like a physical, like he physically would, uh, like, uh, put his hands on me. And of course, I understood it was yeah. it was a disease. You know, I was extremely gentle with him. But that sundown syndrome and dealing with that is a lot. So thank you so much for taking time to be on the call. All right. So we're going to and take also, questions I right now. Want to say too, if people on Facebook, if you want to friend me, friend me, Michelle Thibodeau, I'm on Shonda's friend list. Uh, I, I like to get to know people and network people because you never know when we're going to need each other. And if you want to talk to Michelle more and find out what choices that she made to be able to have this weight loss journey, she didn't just lose, she's constantly losing the weight and keeping the weight off then reach out to Michelle, and, um, and she can help you if you're ready to make those changes. So I'm going to hit this button, and we are going to start this Q&A session. All right. So if you have a question, go ahead and uh, ask your question. Oh, thou star six. Please instruct attendees to dial star six to ask a question. You will be put in the queue. So if you have a question for Michelle or a comment, please dial star six, and you will be put into the question queue. If you have any questions, dial star six. She did a really good job. Oh, okay. So Michelle, you dial you dial star six. Wait, let me see if I can find Michelle. And hold on. Before I unmute, let me go get Michelle. Okay, Michelle. Michelle. I'm sorry. I don't have a question. <laughs> okay, no. Is that you? No, Michelle, they're gonna can you you, you yeah, you hear me? Yes. Yeah. Okay, so the questions are probably going to be for you, but I wanted to take you off mute. So we're going to go first to Cynthia. Cynthia has a question. She's calling from last four, 1076. So let's go with Cynthia. Cynthia, um, hello, Cynthia. Hi. I, yeah, hello. How are you doing? And I just wanted to make sure that this thing worked because we stood on the line last week with her, and it does work really good. Um, I just wanted much. to thank you for um, the, uh, the the session and what we had today, uh, especially on the um, weight loss thing because I do have trouble in that part. And I am a diabetic, and um, there they have been um, – certain things that I had to um, myself as far as change into doing things. But I just want to thank you, and I wish you all the luck. Thank you so much. I wish you the same. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, next. Hello, you're on the air. Hello. Um, Hi. I wanted to ask. Um, I wanted to ask. Um, what was the name so I could follow you to find out about uh, the diet? Because I don't eat all that healthy food, but I am interested, and I got a daughter <laughs> who might be interested as well. Because I'm not gonna even lie to you. I eat some vegetables, but mm mm. Uh-huh. 
Facebook, just Facebook, you look, my name is Michelle with one L, M-I-C-H-E-L-E, Thibodeau. And if you need to find me, you can also look on Shonda's Friends and okay. look for my name there. I need to Facebook you, um, Dr. Brooks, and I looked you up and I forgot to uh, friend you. Okay, so I'm going to put a disclaimer out there. My personal page is my personal opinion. My Now, Family Strong Facebook page is Family Strong Facebook opinion, and so I want to make sure that we differentiate the two. Everyone is welcome mm-hmm. to follow me on my personal page, but you guys just get a little sample of Shonda on these calls. On Facebook, it is full-blown Shonda. So if you're sensitive, if you're a Republican, if you like Trump, uh, don't 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 go on my page. Follow me on Family Strong. But everybody is welcome to follow Shonda Tech Diva Brooks on Facebook. But I'm just letting you know now. Notice that in 13 calls, I never once mentioned my personal Facebook page, and I'm glad that somebody mentioned that because listen, right now. You see a lot of people who are saying a lot of stuff. And you, yesterday, Jamie Bajeron was fired from a Cajun ambulance because of what he said on social media. Um, and what people say on social media most certainly does uh, impact um, what happens out in the real world. So that being said, um, don't look on my Facebook page and then call Family Strong and tell them to fire me uh, because I am Family Strong. <laughs> um, but Shonda Tech Diva Brooks is on Family is on Facebook. And Family Strong Foundation is on Facebook too, and I accept all friend requests on my personal page. And then on the Family Strong Foundation page, I'll make sure to put a link to Michelle, so that you can find Michelle for those people who don't follow my personal page. But again, yes, ma'am, I don't turn anybody. Everybody's welcome to follow me personally, but. That's all I'm going to say about that one. Did you have a question? Yes. I just wanted to make sure that you got her, her information. Yes, I wanted to make sure I got her information and it was correct. Do you, uh, a, do you follow me? On, with, are we uh, Facebook friends? No, ma'am. I have. Oh, I'm good. not on okay. Facebook as much, and I'm kind of oh, like okay. you. I got two different. I got like my personal page, but I gotta watch what I put on there because of the, you know, the job, the organization. Yeah. So, you know, just mm-hmm. like you say, what the answer than yesterday. So, um, no, I haven't. I'm not on there as much. I get on whenever okay. I need to. I but you, yeah. I'm, I, I'm on there way, way too much. Way too much. <laughs> <laughs> way too much time on social media. But I will, if you, if you uh, Family Strong Foundation, I will make sure to put Michelle's uh, Facebook uh, page so that folks can find her on Facebook. All right. Thank you, Dr. Brooks. Thank and you. Thank you, we'll Michelle. Move on. We are moving on to Ms. Charles. Hello, Ms. Charles. Yes, I want to tell you it was very informative, and I would like more <laughs> on, you know, I would like to speak to her rather. Okay, well, what I'm okay. going to do That's is I, on Facebook, I guess, huh? Well, I'm going to yes, send ma'am. her your phone number. Okay. And you can find her on Facebook too if you do Facebook, but I'll I'll send her your phone number that you're calling from. Okay, thank you. Yes, ma'am, thank you. Thank you, uh, ma'am. On to our next one. Hi, caller, you're mm-hmm. on? Yes. My name is Frances. I am on Facebook. I'm seventy years old and I'm old school. So I need to know how to get you all on Facebook. Okay, Ms. Francis. If you if you open up your Facebook and you look up in the right hand corner, they have like that that um search glass, like that magnifying glass. And right mm-hmm. in that bar you type in Michelle's name and then you'll be able Ms. to What's Ms. Francis's last name? Laverne. Laverne. Frances Laverne. Yes. She she's gonna okay. go find you, Miss Francis. Okay. Well I hope I appreciate y'all doing that for me. Like I said, I'm old school and I'm just learning. 
Oh, well, good. Well, we're glad you got a Facebook. She'll find you on Facebook, and then I'll find you from her. Well, yeah, okay. I tried it. Yeah. There's a bunch oh, of friends in Michelle. Oh, there's, there's a bunch of friends in Laverne's. Huh? There's do you know what your Do you know what your what picture looks like, Miss Francis? Oh, I have Ms. a I um uh I have green earrings on. That's it. Yeah. Okay, I'll just send a friend request. Thank you. Now you yeah. have to go in, Miss Francis, and you have to accept her request. I certainly will. All, All right, right. And I, I enjoyed the program. It was very, very informative. Thank you, you are a good job. And this is very nice, and this is something that we need to listen yes, to and to hear and to know what's going on and just to just be kept informed on everything, and this is just wonderful. Thank you all very yes, much. Good. Well, thank Bye. you, ma'am. All right, and I think that that is. Do we have any other questions, concerns, or comments? Anything else for Michelle? Anything about chemicals, the nutrients, and all of that? Listen, it's a lot. It is a lifestyle change. I thought yeah, you can't. You can't have a diet mentality. Oh, I'm gonna lose weight, and everything's gonna go oh, away. No. You know what? I know people who have had the weight loss surgery and gained their weight back. Why? because they didn't change their mindset. They just had surgery to control something for a little while, but they still have an eating problem. Yes, indeed. Look, we have another question. Here we go. Uh, Caller, you are on. Hey, this is Deborah. Hey, Deborah. Wonderful presentation today. I'm like you, Michelle. I'm really concerned about people using the toxic cleaners and things to sanitize that bleach. And I took a course several years ago, and it was actually online. And this lady, she's an expert in toxins, and it's called Talking Toxins, but she has what they call a good, better, best guide to help people to convert inexpensively from using toxic things in their kitchen. Like people don't realize using plastic containers to heat up your food releases gases in that microwave that go into your food. So have you ever noticed a lot of your plastic containers that have those red stains from from heating up your spaghetti sauce? That's Mm -hmm. the spaghetti sauce went into the plastic, but also the plastic went into your spaghetti sauce. So you should... You should always heat up your food in a, a, a microwave container plate like glass. Yeah. Yes. Wow. Are, wait, yeah. are you on Facebook? Yes. Okay. I would love yeah, to get my hands on that guy. Okay. Well, I can um, actually send the guy to you. Okay. okay. That'd be great. I think, it's in a, it, I think it's in a PDF form that you can put put it on Facebook. But Good deal. It's a... But it tells us, you know, if you're not able to buy all the glass containers to save your food in, save your glass jars. Yeah. You know, from yeah. what from the food from the your jelly jars. So you can put your food up in glass. Something that because plastic is only really good for storing things that are dry. Because that it won't yeah. be absorbed. If you put anything mm-hmm. liquid in a plastic container, then you're gonna get those chemicals. They're gonna leach wow. into your food. Makes so, total sense. Yeah. So it's I, I I when I got that guide, it really helped me to convert and switch over to things that are more healthy for me. Because a lot of times we think the weight problems we have are all due to what we eat, which is really good. It is what we eat, but it's also what's in our environment and what we do with what we eat, how we prepare Absolutely. our food. And we have Absolutely. to really be careful about using things. I mean, I've switched from uh, the bleach to I use a food-grade hydrogen peroxide. <laughs> That's what I spray. Nice. And, it has, and it's a difference between the hydrogen peroxide you find on the at Walmart or Walgreens. That's not food-grade. Right. <laughs> so, right. It's good for sanitizing, but you have to look for, you have to order the food grade on online 
Or if you're in the Baton Rouge area, if you go to um, Our Daily Bread on Florida, they they sell food grade. Uh, wow. Hydrogen peroxide. And they even sell it in a concentrate that you can mix your own, but you just have to be really careful because it's caustic in the concentrate. But you can buy food yeah. grade. And and use that to spray and sanitize, which would be safer for you than the bleach. Um, that so is awesome. That's just a few things. It's a lot of things that go with this. I was trained by this company to do the, you know, to provide information on, you know, how to help people be aware yeah. of the toxins. Even just with the, for pregnant moms, they did a study, and they found that in the placenta of pregnant a woman, women after they delivered, there was already toxins loaded in the placenta. So your child comes into this earth with chemicals in their body and yep. that affect them for the rest of their life, the hormone uh, dysfunction that occurs from that. And so that's why you really need to be careful about what you consume when you're pregnant because yes. your child will receive that. So it's just so much that we need to be aware of and, uh, you know, how we take care of ourselves and our bodies. And, Absolutely. you know, if, you, if, you, if you're on a diet and you're not losing weight, it could be some other things. It could be something environmental. Well, That's yes, so we, have other, we have other callers, so what I think I'll do is how about if we do a session where we talk about those different toxins? So you and I will talk yeah. about that, and let's aim for doing that in, uh, like, July the 15th where we talk about it because that's a whole other call in itself. And, and we've got Miss Adelina who has a question and, uh, and another lady, okay. and I don't want to miss those questions, but that is a very great uh, – It's a that's a whole conversation in itself is those toxins and how you – if like you said, you're working hard to lose weight, can't lose weight, probably because this step. And then once you get to that, overcome that step, then you'll get to experience that weight loss and have that satisfaction. Let's go to Miss Adelina. Miss Adelina. Yes, ma'am, you had a question? Yes. I have a question. Um between your weight and your hormones, um what's the best thing to try and work with your menopause and hormones? As far as your diet? Yes. Well, I, 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 I don't know. I haven't gotten to that stage in my life yet, so I don't know how it's going to affect me. That be uh, something maybe somebody else that has. A great, but that, that's a great question for, and that's a great question that she needs to participate in the Pendleton study about menopause and weight loss. So, Ms. Adelina, uh-huh. we're going to get that information to you that Ms. Deborah just talked about because you have, the te- you have the technology and the capability to be able to participate in that program. You fit the age requirement, and you're in menopause. And they have a whole study, a virtual program that you'll be able to participate in that will help you with okay. that. I'll make now, sure that I get that information. Also, I just had a heart procedure, so... I have to eat right. And in this program that's going to be part of the program is those healthy choices. And the thing is, is your heart health and your immune health and your hair health and all those other health, they're all the same health. If, you have, if you're eating a whole nutrition, nutrition, nutritional diet, it's going to address your heart health. It's going to address your heart health. So we'll get you that information about the um, Pendleton study. Our next caller is Miss Cynthia. Miss Cynthia, you had a question? Yeah, um, we're talking about all the health things, but I had looked upon. Um, I was going through uh, my phone and I seen even uh, where they had like these hand hand sanitizers, and there are nine different of them. I I don't I know that you know a lot, you know. Yes, that's uh, correct. To, to be aware, to be aware of those that's um, toxic, and they're made in um, Mexico, and there are I've seen some of them like at the dollar store and everything. 
And I wrote them all down, and I got them on my Facebook, and I know me and you are Facebook friends, so if you want... Yes, and and this this morning I shared that article, or last night I shared that article. There are nine um, brands of hand sanitizer that are toxic because they contain wood alcohol, which is which is harmful to humans. And, and so I've right. shared the article. Thank you, Ms. Cynthia, for mentioning that. I've shared the article because I recognize some of the names. And, of course, those cheaper mm-hmm. chemicals are going to be coming to, they're going to be going places where normally, you know, people who don't make as much money shop. So it's very important that we know about that list. So thank you, Ms. Cynthia, for mentioning that. If you're the nine brands, are listed on Family Strong Facebook page. And like Ms. Cynthia said, what you need... They have the and numbers also. To, so what you need to do is make sure that you write those those nine names down so that when you're at the mm-hmm. store, you don't purchase any of those hand sanitizers. Thank you so much for that, Ms. Cynthia. Are there any other questions, concerns, or comments before we dismiss for the day? Any other questions? Okay, what I'm going to do is, I'm going to give a second. Are there any other questions? Okay, then I am going to end this Q&A session. I want to thank Michelle for taking time out of her schedule today.